Welcome to the Get Offset Podcast. My name is Emily, my mic is hot, and damn, <laughs> sorry. And hi, my name is Andrew, and my mic is uh, not quite as hot. Your mic's usually pretty hot, to be honest. Darn. Sorry. <clears throat> <laughs> it's was, Easter. Let me have this one. I was, yeah, I mean, I, I hear it when I edit it, <laughs> the podcast and listen back to it and stuff. It's usually pretty hot. Um, my, my coworkers tell me they can't hear me on Zoom calls, so then I have to turn my gain up to like like 3.30 on my presonus. But then when I, I filmed a demo last night that will be coming out on Wednesday, and uh, there were points where just uh, like I am standing up here and I'm projecting because I'm kind of far away from the mic. And there were points where it's like it was clipping a skosh, but I'm like, I'm not, I'm not refilming that. Just a skosh. It wasn't like I could see it, but I couldn't hear it. So well, I could, I could kind of hear it. It just wasn't bothering me enough. <laughs> yeah. Some people pay 1995 for great clips. So is, is that how much a great clips costs? Yeah, probably. There's a, I think there's a great clips in my neighborhood, which is, it's, it's this nice reminder that, you know, my neighborhood is still like a working class neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a great clips in Bellevue, Victoria area. And I went there once. We'll never go back there again. I'm not going to shit on great clips because that used to be the only place available to me to get my hair cut. That's fair. Uh, and you know, it was always a gamble. Yep. Oh, absolutely. I, I just gambled I, and lost. I remember talking to my dad and, and like, I think I was like 16, 17. And I was like, I think it's time for me to like go to an actual big girl hair salon that charges $40 or something. And he's like, okay, probably. That was yeah. a big deal. Big conversation. I'm like, I think I've outgrown great clips. Yep. I don't think they can give me my hipster haircut. <laughs> Isn't the hipster haircut just like, you know, bangs right across DIY? No, not back then. Hmm. No, no, I, I never really had a true blue hipster haircut. No. <laughs> uh, anything new with you this week, bud? Uh, what's new with me is uh, we had friends in town all week. It was a good time. And I didn't have access to my office the entire week because this was a makeshift bedroom for somebody. Oh, so, so no musicking? No musicking this week. And what you can't see just out of camera is all the pillows that we still haven't put away yet. But I did get the mattress out of here. So Nice. I have, um, I have a new thing. Oh. Yeah. It's the uh, Catalan Bread Tribute. Heck yeah. Dude, that it art is so sick. Thank you. Thank you. People. Well, actually, no one complained, really complained about this art as hard as they did on the mini worlds. Um, I like I like their current art choice. Like all of the new pedals they're releasing, the aesthetic, it goes together. Like it's right. obviously a theme. And uh, I like this. I like the gold. I like the Poseidon slash Neptune fellow. Yeah. And, and what a beard. What a beard. 
And then it has the name and the beard, which is neat. Um, but it's a, their parametric um, uh, overdrive. Um, it is a boost cut EQ overdrive pedal, all analog. It sounds great. It, this is like a must for people who play with other people. Like, I think Ryan from Demos in the Dark put it best when he said in his, like, you no longer have an excuse for if you have too much low end when you're playing, if you have not enough mids and aren't cutting through the mix, like, if yep. whatever's wrong with, like, where you're sitting in a mix, if you have this pedal, you don't have an excuse for that anymore. Yep. Because it's so easy to dial in that, like, that missing piece and boost it or cut it. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. And it just works. 1,000%. But it's based on um, their Vario Boost um, pedal, which there are two, hmm. there, there are a few versions of the, of the Vario Boost. I think the original one just kind of clicked into a different, a few different frequencies like a Variotone. I could be wrong, but I think it is because I feel like I've seen them. They got trading musician. Sure. Have you ever played a, a very a guitar with like a variatone um, knob yeah. on it? Yeah. Um, it was kind of like that. And so just like those different frequencies. And then I think it was just a boost. And then there was the very boost professional, which is, I think, what most people think of, which had the sweeping. Like it wasn't just the set parameters. And then it was a boost, but there was no drive. Sure. So, um, this is more like that with with um a gain circuit. Very powerful all in one. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, I lo- I loved it. I I had so much fun with it. Yeah, no, that's super awesome. It, you know, after years of hearing people talk about like this overdrive's awful, it sounds awful in the mix. I'm like, well, it doesn't mean it's a bad drive. It just means that the needs that you have aren't you know, never, I'm not going to argue with you people. That's fine. You, you, yeah. you, know, you have it. Have it. I was talking with um, Jeff from, from Jerf. That's the band I play bass in. We're going on tour. And he has, he got a um, a tube screamer mm-hmm. to add some distortion to uh, his solos and stuff. And he also has a boost. And he, to have both of those things, he doesn't like the way it sounds. Sure. So I was like, I'm going to bring the tribute. Remind me to bring the tribute to the next rehearsal. I think you're really going to like it. And if he really likes it, he can buy one for himself because I'm not (laughs) giving this one away. That's fair. But I'm like, I think it will like solve your needs. Um, Something like that. Because I just think it's, it's too much mids. And I think he's not loving that. Right. I mean, at a certain point, that just becomes like the anti-scoop. Yeah. Well, too much mids causes ear fatigue. Um, it, it's it's like you ever have you ever been in a bind at like an airport and you're like, I just need some earbuds. I'm going to buy the cheapest ones they have. Yep. And they're not the cheap earbuds. They're often they don't get very loud and they don't have a very good seal. So to like fool you into thinking they're actually like loud and have a good seal um they they are very they're often very mids heavy because you can hear mids 
uh, yep. very well. They're the human voice, um, which is another reason you don't want too many in your in your in your mix because that's where the singer is. As Ryan exactly. also pointed out in his video, um, so. <laughs> But our brains are hardwired to hear them. It's also one of the reasons that being in a conversation too long can make us feel tired. Uh, so those oh, I just thought that was for people being insufferable. But <laughs> so um, those earbuds will have a lot, of, a lot of meds to kind of try to fool us into thinking that they're louder, but they will cause ear fatigue um, from listening too long because it's just it's a lot of a lot of meds. It's just it's just cheap programming. It's like it's like when 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 cheap food adds sugar or salt to make up for the fact that it doesn't have any other flavor. Um, it's a cheap trick, which is a great band. Great band. Uh, right. Well, so the nice thing about having like a parametric, though, is, you know, depending on who your singer is and what range they're singing in. You know, maybe something closer to the 750 range for a mid boost makes a lot of sense. And, you know, if you've got a woman fronting your band. Uh, you got to do like if you got to do to the baritone voice fronting your band, you know, Eddie, I'm looking at you, uh, maybe going a little closer to the 2K mark in that mid range. For what are, what are the specs on? It's 1.4 to 70. 1.470. Okay. 2K. 2K is not really, is that really considered? That's, that's pushing upper mids. Yeah. That's There's... way upper mids. Yeah. 70 is actually pretty low. 70 is very low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, you know, low E on a base is 80. Yeah. So. Yeah. 70 is awfully boomy. I'm not sure I'd ever. But they let you go there. They do let you go there. Maybe it's for all the gentlemen out there. Spelled the DG. Gentlemen. Or DJE. Um. <laughs> I'm sure it is. God bless. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. We're recording this on Easter. We are indeed. Yeah. <clears throat> Man, I will say Good Friday was not such a good Friday for me. No, I, I mean, not just you, but. I know. Jesus conversation for later. Uh, no. It's just like, I don't know if everybody else felt like the vibes were. Just put a pin in that one and come back to it. I know what happened on Good Friday. Don't worry. I went to a Baptist college. I had to take Bible studies and stuff. I've read the New Testament. Uh, most of it. <laughs> Much of it. I studied early Christian art. Like that was almost like uh, I almost went back to college to get a degree in early Christian art. Interesting. <laughs> I love it. I don't it. know if I actually knew that. It's great. I, I think it's a fantastic period of art and uh, fascinating. Like what, when you say early, like, are we talking like, you know, like 70, 80 through like 480 or. No, I'm talking like through like the Hagia Sophia beyond, like I'm talking like uh, rel to relatively modern. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Maybe to like the 1600s, even. All right, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, before we get into Rococo and shit falls apart. <laughs> <laughs> um. Wow, that was a digression. Uh, <clears throat> if anybody wants to talk about San Vitale, uh, 
or Ravenna's beautiful mosaics with me. I love uh, Ravenna style mosaics. <laughs> I just think it's well, okay. If, if, we, if that's a larger conversation you want to have, uh, we can talk at some point in our in our lives about who was funding arts for a very long time. It was the church. There wasn't really a lot of uh, major art outside of art that was religious for a very long time in Europe, at least. That's a very Western centric take. What was I talking about, dude? You had a bad Friday, not a good Friday. Oh my God. And did I anybody else Jesus feel joke? like, yeah, did anybody feel like the energy was weird? I and several of my friends, other demo people and stuff, we were getting like the most vitriolic, mean comments and stuff on YouTube and shit. Like it was, it was like, did not pass the vibe check. It was mean. Like people were commenting on like years old demo videos saying like, I must be new to guitar or demo videos. I'm like, check the published date on this stuff, dude. And also, who are you talking to? Mean. Mean things. Subconsciously, probably their mother, but. Some people just are, are, are born mad. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's my and take. It's always interesting to see how long it takes to pick them out of the crowd. And you know, YouTube comments makes it pretty darn easy. You know, it's, it's easy when you're anonymous. Sure. So, um, you know, thanks for watching. That's all I got to say about that. You know, thanks for the engagement. Yeah. I, I think there was one I just responded. I'm sorry to disappoint you, Vic, or whatever the person's name was. And they they didn't respond. They never do. And then someone just responded to like a comment I left a year ago. They said that my Mustang build looked like a Mustang. And I said, oh, okay. It yeah. is a Mustang. Shocker. And then they responded from a different account saying, I was just pointing out the similarities. I'm like, did you forget to log out of your burner? Probably. And a year later, a year, a year later. Energy's been weird this weekend. Everything's been hard. <laughs> well, I blame, uh, I blame the YouTube algorithms, you know? Yeah. Maybe. The cattle and bread tribute video, like the first several hours on that, it was like kind of a glacial mm-hmm. view count. And then it shot up and now it's one of my best performing demo pedal demos ever i mean it is a pretty cool pedal yeah it is a pretty cool pedal all right so you know hot take conspiracy theory here youtube is you know tanking the algorithm for comments just bringing all the trolls out to play to prevent elon musk from making a hostile takeover for the YouTube youtube platform yeah it's owned by Google, aka Alphabet, which is the stupidest company name. Which sure, is hard to, hard to beat Google as a stupid company name. I disagree on both counts, but we all thought Twitter was safe. And yet here we are. Twitter is safe. Do you not, have you seen that Elon Musk is like doing a hostile takeover for ownership of the company? You did not see that they took a poison pill to prevent that? 
I did see that, yeah. And he's still going for it? Uh, I mean, I wouldn't. I don't wouldn't think he can. Me. I think he physically cannot own enough shares at this point. I, think I just think it's funny it. he tried. I, You know, I don't want to talk too much about Elon Musk. I didn't realize that he just bought Tesla. Yep. I had, I had no idea. And I didn't realize he didn't fu- found PayPal, that his company was bought by PayPal's founders or something like that. And then he left the company or something like, like I, I didn't realize that. Like the gen- actual genesis of his like business businesses is not like quite as like it's not as impressive as I thought it was. Not to say it's not impressive. I think he does a good job like hiring very smart people. But I think Starlink's a great idea. I know you don't particularly agree with that, but I've got mixed feelings. As someone who grew up in a place that didn't have much internet. Starlink's great. Sure. SpaceX is stupid. <laughs> I maintain. I love space. I shouldn't say that. I have a very dear friend who works at SpaceX. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Someone who was in my wedding works at SpaceX. Dig. Sorry. Dig. She hasn't listened to this podcast. See what I thought you said was SpaceX, and I'm just like, wait a minute, that's was that the I like, love SpaceX. Ten Mile High Club is that what that would be? <laughs> how how many miles up is space? I feel like I should sixty two miles. <laughs> Might as well just round up sixty nine Mile High Club. <laughs> there we go. Um, I just flicked my best guitar pick at the camera. I'm calling it now. Elon's once the uh, once the SpaceX <clears throat> tourism is you know taken off a bit more, they're gonna they're gonna work that in as like a as a special package, if you will. How? <laughs> Private room? I don't know. Okay, we're getting farther away from it. Well, <laughs> another cool thing that came out this week, uh, Benson has. Benson Amps. There we go. Oh. But we, they've uh, always had Benson Amps. The They have uh, new Mixwave plugins. Oh. And they sound really fucking good. It's stupid. Democratized it's so stupid. for the people. It's the, the it's the Chimera plugin bundle costs 100. I think it's on sale right now hundred for like 149 bucks. And you get... A Chimera amp, mm-hmm. you get the preamp, you get the germanium fuzz and the boost, and the tall bird reverb. And it sounds so... That's a rig. It sounds so good. It sounds so stupid good. I am angry with how good it sounds. I was... Friday night, I spent like three hours trying to get... Or was it Thursday night? One night, I spent like three hours trying to fix... So... Chris had sent me like a file a few weeks ago and I wasn't, I was like trying to figure it out and I couldn't. And then finally, like, I'm like, can you resend this to me? I realized after talking to a few other people that I'd just been sent the wrong file 
I need to be sent like a .exe file. Yep. <laughs> so I got sent the right file and everything works now. And I, I just like, for as mad as I was, as soon as I like about how, like, I was like devastated with how I couldn't get these plugins to work. I'm like, I feel so stupid. It's I, all your fault. I uninstalled and reinstalled Studio One. Everyone hates you. And Sorry, I'm just the self-doubting voice in the back of your head now. Wow. No, I say that in the mirror. Oh, every okay. morning. So it's not. Up. It's not in the back of the head. It's in the mirror. Uh. So. Okay. And people wonder gotcha. why the troll comments don't really hurt me that much. That's why. <laughs> You can't hate me more than I hate myself, motherfuckers. <laughs> Good luck. You see the the TikTok trend. It's like I can't get rid of that. My mother gave that to me. It's just like <laughs> self hate, depression, childhood trauma. Oh my god! <laughs> wow. Ooh. Oh boy. Uh. Yeah, but all of that, like, all of those bad feelings went away as soon as I like fired up the plugin. I was like, it's so good. How they make it sound so good. I, everybody please like buy it so that they do a monarch and an armor right. and <laughs> just continue to dig. Yeah. I mean, that's honestly super sick for, you know, for a smaller mid-sized company to start doing that kind of thing to yeah. continue to expand out. Uh, I mean, that's talk about a way of scaling, uh, your offerings. I was doing like, and I had already recorded and like basically filmed like an intro sequence for, um, Wednesday's release. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I did it on the Iridium to just kind of like give a little, um, difference in, in types of amps and stuff on the pedal. I refilmed, I re-recorded everything so I could record it on the Benson plugins. <laughs> it sounds so good. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think like, it's like, you know, Benson's like a, a, a very boutique, you know, it, a very uh, next level kind of amp company. And so... That's not necessarily in reach for all guitar players, but for anybody who's already got a die, you know, 150 bucks. And now you've got this massive, massively incredible sound. Yeah. That's... It's not like other amp plugins don't exist, but the, I've played like Empire and a few others. This sounds incredible. And that tall bird reverb plugin is maybe the best digital spring reverb. I've, played around with and it's so easy and it it looks like they like the pedals too so it has that visual right that, that visual vibe that you're looking for it looks like the amps you can mess around with like the speakers and the um the the microphones and the mic placements too if you want to or not if you don't want to it's not my favorite I, I hate doing that. I hate doing that in the room. So it's mm -hmm. really neat to be able to do that digitally. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Obviously, I just have, I mean, I just have a damn cab. I don't know if you, you can't see it. I have a cab grabber. 
in an SM57. Obviously, I love experimenting with microphone placement. Sure. Jeez. Well, that's pretty exciting. Congratulations to Chris and the rest of the team, and I hope you all uh, keep it up. I hope you sell a million of them. At least. Yeah. Oh, my God. And then I hope those people buy real chimeras and stuff. Uh, the wait list is not insignificant, is it? Uh, they don't even do a wait list, dude. Okay. They do, they do like, um, it's like, it's like you join their email list and yep. then it opens up and then it opens up for orders and it's like, a, it's kind of like drops, but not quite. Gotcha. It's like commissions open up basically. It's more like that. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> if I, uh, you know, part of me is like, if I can get myself, you know, like a, a major promotion or like a big new job, you know, sometime in the next couple of years, like maybe that'll be like my treat to myself is to set aside some cash for that. You should. I, I don't regret it. And I picked the, the goofiest <laughs> grill cover. No, nah, that, that's epic. I didn't know if I was going, I was like, am I going to regret this? No. I, regr- I regret flicking like a $5 guitar pick that direction, but I don't regret this grill cover. That's a good way of living life. <laughs> I'm never going to find that guitar pick. It's in there somewhere. It's okay. I have, I have others. You get options. Jeez. <laughs> Why did I do that with that pick? No, no. I'm just be thinking about it all day. Oh no. Oh no. Um, yeah. <clears throat> um, speaking of expensive things, man uses stolen credit card to buy $17,000 worth of Gibson Les Pauls. So a Les Paul. It was, it was like eight Les Pauls, wasn't it? 11. 11. <laughs> this one goes to 11. Oh my God. The guy's name was mystery Shiloh Demarest. His name is mystery, which is just, I don't know if I could trust somebody named mystery. I mean, I may not, I may, I may not, I guess I'll never know because it's a mystery. Yeah. Uh, let me guess Florida. Florida. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry to all of our listeners. Oh my God. <clears throat> Joe Damien, we love you. Oh um, God. But I, I, I'm sorry. That was just so easy. What would you buy for $17,000 though? Um, Other than a Benson. I think that's been established. Which I mean, Benson yeah. would you buy? I don't know. Every time I like, you know, late, late night cruise their website, I end up on something different. Like, I don't know, like this or this. I don't know. Do I, do I, do I want the reverb? Like I probably want the, the tall bird as well, but anyways, uh, <laughs> I don't know what I would do with that much. I mean, assuming that, you know, I'm not just putting it into a retirement account responsibly. 
Uh, well, no, you're if you're stealing the money, you're not using it responsibly. That's like that's the default. Mm, that's fair. I, I mean, a clone, so I could could, could put a, a delay in it. Um, sure. I mean, Grant Grant put a boost in it, right? So he did something. He he did something. He drilled into it. It was epic. He did. Do I don't something. know. I'm very unimaginative. Unimaginative. You just. Uh, I I you know I would buy an MGK signature just so I could burn it. They're cool looking guitars. Why would you do that? Why? For the memes. For the memes. Yeah. Imagine redoing, like reenacting Ryan Burke's fireplace. The Yule guitar. With $17,000 worth of MGK oh, signatures. My God. The fumes. <laughs> It'd have to be an outdoor fireplace. I That's mean, yeah, disgusting. I mean, you know, you set aside a small part of that budget to build out just like a small, like, brick enclosure. To simulate the fireplace and then do it outdoors. Dude, that's disgusting. I think that would be hilarious, personally. Um, How long do you think that video would go for? I don't know. You have to take the electronics out, so you'd recoup some. If it's outdoors, would... you really don't have to. Uh, 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 but you should. But and the whole, you should. Right, but it's the shock and awe of the, you know, getting everybody, you know, enraged. What's the worst that's going to happen when those, let's talk about it. What's going to happen when those electronics burn? Melt and release fumes to kill the polar bears. Yeah. Do we want that? Do we love the polar bears? Does it make us sad when we see them on those itty bitty little floaters and they're so sad? It makes me sad. My uh, favorite way to start off, like, you know, if I am leading a seminar at work and I'm like, all right, well, we're going to introduce, start off by introducing yourself. So I'm going to be a polar bear and break the ice. So uh... <laughs> I say that out loud. <laughs> Former youth bastard checking in for for duty. I. What would you do with seventeen grand, uh, for you know nonsensical purposes? Just for music stuff. Hmm. I one thing I do know is it wouldn't be eleven less balls for myself. Yeah, eleven less balls. Like diverse. That's that's a thing. Diversify, diversify, diversify. Get some different guitars, my dude. There are other guitars. That's that's There the are. thing that kills me. I, I wonder if he was trying to resell them though. Probably. But like okay, so we got seventeen thousand. So that's retail. So these are like fifteen hundred guitar dollars a piece. Like ish. Yep. Like did like he purchase the, them all at once? 
That would be suspicious as fuck. Right. Like, at the store. Like, if someone came into a guitar center where you were working and bought $17,000 worth of Les Pauls, Les Pauls, not just, like, a bunch of shit, would you be like, what the fuck are you doing? Would you, like, would you be under any obligation to, like, call a credit card company or, like, would would this, like, ring up any bells as far as you know in, like, the fraud department? The credit card would probably bounce with that much on one ticket um, pending verification. Yeah. Most credit cards, like, that limit is significantly smaller. Uh, She's old. Maybe all the more reason. (laughs) I know, but that means her credit's all probably a lot higher. I mean, my limit's not nearly that high. Um, I wonder what my limit is. Let's find out. Because the better your credit is, the higher your limit is. Yeah, actually, I don't know. What my limits. My limit's fifteen thousand. For a single purchase. I don't know if I have a. I don't know if it works like that for me. Gotcha. Yeah, no, I think mine's got like a like a limit for how much you can do in it, like single purchase or a single day before it flags it. Oh for, yeah, probably. And I think that number's like like fifteen hundred or something like that, two thousand, somewhere in that range. And so maybe that's why he was. I'm wondering if like did he get get them in sequence, like one at a time, just like knowing what that limit was, just right under the radar. I mean, if I make, I know that every single time I buy something, I get a push notification to my phone. So I'm she. She was like seventy eight. This person, uh. Or so, or if not older, so like I wonder if he like also had access to you know call and be like oh yeah this was a valid purchase. Sure. So I'm wondering if he had like more. Let's see. So this is elder abuse then. Jeez. Seventy eight year old credit card. That's an old credit card. <clears throat> days after, literally days after. The victim first gave mystery her bank card to use at Publix. Large packages started showing up at the house with mystery's name on them. So it wasn't just online orders. Yeah. Sweet water. Uh, The carer mystery claimed it was his girlfriend and that everything would be refunded. So he's not even, wasn't even good at this. He like literally just started getting it shipped to her house. Yep. She found 11 unrefunded charges from guitar addict and reverb.com. Mm. Sorry, sweet water. I spoke too soon. I don't know guitar addict. I'm not familiar with that one either. Oh, vintage guitars. Interesting. Daytona. Oh, Daytona. Okay. Daytona's home for used and vintage guitars. Okay. Damn. Well, Quite that's uh, disappointing. Shame Man. on him. When the victim checked on her storage unit, which is, I think this guy was supposed to be paying for. She mm-hmm. discovered the rent was past due and the unit had gone up for online auction. Oh, yikes. 
Right, right, Raggy. Yeah. Wait, maybe it was his aunt. Maybe it was his storage unit. Uh, the photo of the unit contained guitar cases and other music equipment inside. 11 guitars, which are believed to be studio models, two Marshall reverb boards, and other musical <laughs> equipment, adding up to about $17,000. So it wasn't just 11 Les Pauls totaling $17,000. Gotcha. Well, that's a misleading headline. Yeah. That's so strange for headlines to do that, you know? I know. It's like, oh, no. High. Pretty damn high. Wow. What an asshole. So the moral of the story is multifold. One, if you're going to commit a crime, be good at it. Two, don't steal from the old folks. That's just not fair. Huh. Uh, and it's like taking candy from a baby, but like the opposite of that. Yeah. <laughs> Giving candy to an old person. Um, taking sugar from an old person. Taking vegetables from an old person. I don't know. Opposite probably wasn't the right word. That's fair. But not that opposite. I mean, I, I suppose it's, you know, maybe I'm not even going to say it's any better, or different, or worse, but, you know, kind of in the same vein of, you know, getting grandma to buy $500 worth of, you know, Xbox Live cards or whatever. <laughs> Well, I remember when my grandfather was alive, he got a he got a phone call allegedly from my brother saying that he was in trouble. Grandpa, grandpa, I'm in trouble. I need some money. And my grandmother got on the, the line to listen in and she ran over and was like, get off the phone. And uh, he's like, it's Nolan. He needs help. And finally, like, got him to get off the phone. And she said, when has he ever called you grandpa? That wasn't mm. our name for him. Yep. And also it wasn't his voice. Had the wrong accent. Yep. Just and uh so like he, he came close. Yeah. And my mom my mom got one of those calls. It was it was great. It was like from someone like at the police station, like your your grandson is in a lot of trouble, lady, and he needs he needs money for bail and stuff, and she kind of played along for a while. And then eventually she was like, yeah, just leave him there. I never really liked him anyway. <laughs> oh, that's messed up. She doesn't have an adult grandson. <laughs> yeah, but it, if she did. Yeah, but that'd be fun. <laughs> so great. It's just wild that, you know, it's wild to me that that stuff works. Uh, yeah. And there, there's, you know, YouTube channels of people like reverse hacking, like scams, call centers like that, mm-hmm. which are kind of interesting to watch. But yeah. Ooh, did you see the Nile Rogers hit maker Stratocaster? Sorry, I'm just looking through Premiere Guitar. No, I didn't actually. It's cute. It's... You want to drop me a link? Yeah. Mm-mm. For one, it's supposed to be a little thinner than an average Strat. Those knobs are certainly different. They're like a Gibson Speed knob style. 
Chrome play that Premier Guitar it. is now telling me that I am blocking ads. Good. And it's mad about it. It's road worn. It's beautiful. Yeah, I actually kind of like those knobs on there. Some of the pictures, they look a little big to me, and some of them, they look just right. No, I'm about it. I'm here for it. Yeah. I'm going to pull up the Fender website. Electric. Oh, God. Too many ads. All right. Holy buckle rash. Uh, it's twenty six hundred dollars. I don't. There's. I'm on the website. There's no buckle rash. Oh, I'm not looking at a road worn version on the website. I realize. Uh, is the one on? Wait, what is? Is there a road worn and a non road worn, or what are we? Are we looking, or are the pictures actually his? Oh, I'm very confused. Cause no, the the one I'm looking at has like the the neck plate, so yeah. Fender Custom Shop on it. So that's the Custom Shop one, and this is just the. What did I just send? I didn't send you a Custom Shop. No. Yeah, so I just sent you the actual, um artist model here we go custom shop at sweetwater forty six hundred dollars oh send me send me that link i got you here we go here we go here we go i would like for someone to buy that using our affiliate link on sweetwater and are they going to show me the back yes there it is oh that's that's completely different than the one on premier guitar though that is and it doesn't even have the same neck plate. What? Agreed. What? Shenanigans. This is so it also ridiculous. Also has a roasted maple neck. <sighs> what? Is that is that roasted maple? No, Where this is, is not Nile Rogers. Oh yeah, that would that would do it. Yep. Sorry. Yeah, that's I, fine. I trusted my uh, Google search too much. Yeah. Okay. So that was okay. I have no idea what these pictures on the Premier Guitar website are. They're not. They okay. I'm just going to assume those are just unrelated. But the Nile <laughs> Rogers signature guitar has Olympic white lacquer. Uh, matches the finish Nile sprayed on the guitar himself just after he acquired it in the early days of Chic. Uh, 59 profile, one piece maple neck, 9.5 inch radius fingerboard, medium jumbo frets, and a satin finish. Uh, a chic logo adorns the back of the headstock. Um, let me see. Uh, single coil strut pickups accurately replicate the quack, chime, and bell like clarity of the original Hitmaker. Uh, if those are unique to this guitar, I would buy those pickups separately. Uh, and if they are as good as they say they are. Hardtail Bridge. 
that that was that was one of the unique thing, one of the unique features of this guitar. I wanted to talk about no whammy, no whammy. This is a hardtail Stratocaster, hundred percent mirrored chrome plated brass pickguard, locking tuners, white speed knobs, vintage style case with hitmaker embroidered interior and a C O. A. Love it. So I followed the links for the uh, custom shop from now Rogers website and the link is broken. Fantastic. On the Fender website. So maybe they haven't built it out yet. Maybe they just announced that they haven't started selling. It's not, maybe it's not available to dealers yet. We have just, you know, broken the mold or too well, fast. Does it have any other information about the custom shop? Uh, it just says, so now Rogers website says Fender custom shop. Now Rogers Hitmaker Stratocaster Fender custom shop is proud to introduce limited edition. Now Rogers Hitmaker Stratocaster guitar. It's a very special recreation of the Hitmaker. Let's see. Let me scroll here for a second, figure out if it says anything about them having a road worn version. Yeah. I'm just Again, I, I just want people to understand we're confused that the premier guitar very clearly was road worn as hell. And the neck plate on the back was different because the Nile Rogers Hitmaker Stratocaster, that neck plate just says the Hitmaker. It's not a custom shop. So I just think they're different guitars. Yep. I think they're just going to have to sort it out here soon. That's what I think. <laughs> mysteries. Those mysteries. Mysteries upon mysteries. So many. Ooh. Episode Great. title. So many mysteries. Yo. Oh, also mysteries is um, what it's going to be like at Guitar House next week. This cut this week, I guess. Oh, if you're why is that a mystery? Come, I have no idea what's going to happen. It's <laughs> well, okay. So I guess Sweetwater is providing a lot of the gear, um, and Ryan is setting up boxes for us to kind of work our ways through for the demos. And uh, I have no idea what's going what I'm going to be demoing. Yeah. So, so a lot of blind react kind of stuff or. Yeah, I guess I kind of remember vaguely what I like asked for. And now I, I have no idea what I got. So <laughs> I guess we'll find out. But I yeah, we leave um, the day this episode comes out. <laughs> there we go. So I'll be in San Diego. Uh, San Diego. Yeah, so Rick and I basically have Wednesday to hang, catch some breakfast, catch a baseball game, get to watch the Reds probably lose to the Padres. Unfortunately, as uh, as of recording, they're on like a five game losing streak. Oh yikes! They basically lost every single game since the owner of the Reds threatened to move the Reds out of Cincinnati. That's got to be intentional. 
How do you threaten to move the first professional baseball team? By having a tantrum, probably. Sell the team, Bob. Sell the team. Uh, and then promptly traded another player to the Mariners. <laughs> so the Mariners are... <laughs> <laughs> Neat. Uh, <laughs> cool. Um, guess I'm going to go to a bunch of Mariners games this year so I can see Eugenio Suarez and some of my other favorite players. There's a moth. Um, just came out of my sweater. So that was cool. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> Uh yeah, the moth traps are working great. Um Yeah, so then uh Wednesday night I think we're all gonna go to Ho Dads after Mike and Tia and Jason get in. Um and then Thursday morning, guitar house begins. Thursday, Friday filming, I'll be back on Saturday. Sounds like a lot of fun. So much fun. It's gonna be a house. There's gonna be guitars. So much guitars. So much partying. Much uh, guitars. Very pedals. Yeah, probably a lot of pedals. Yeah, so I know Ryan's going to have a bunch of rooms set up. Such um, amps. Apparently there's... Sweetwater may have sent some amps. Oh. Yeah. I don't... All right. Yeah. Yeah, apparently they've just been like real, real champs real champions of of this event so um it's not like something people can watch live but um i plan on like doing some some things you know maybe maybe doing some lives or something if i sure. can like make time um maybe do it uh i'm gonna try to be like a little bit creative with the content at least keep it from being too stale I don't know. Have fun. It sounds like it's going to be uh, full of mystery, full of excitement. Figured hopefully, out as you go. Ho- hopefully not a guy named Mystery. <clears throat> who this this week's episode is sponsored by the word mystery. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I hate it when I'm filming a demo and I realize I just use the same word over and over by accident. It's very chimey. Chimey, chimey, chimey. I think I say the word markedly, as in markedly different, accidentally like three times in five minutes mm-hmm. in, in Wednesday's demo, which is a killer pedal. And I hope everybody checks it out. It's going to be really exciting. Are you um, entitled to compensation? Did I get paid? Is that what you're asking? No, never mind. I'm just taking a while. Guesses in the dark as to what pedal demos coming out on Wednesday. Why are you doing that? Because I actually don't know off the top of my head. Okay. Uh, yeah, it is. It is indeed a sponsored demo. So All there right. you go. All right. Uh, cool. Well, uh, you got anything else, bud? Uh. I do not. Nice. <laughs> Just mystery. 
Lots so of mystery. Many mystery. So much mystery. Uh, well, thank you, all everyone out there. Please uh, subscribe at Patreon. Please like, comment, subscribe below. Subscribe on iTunes. Please leave positive reviews if you feel so inclined. Uh, we have a Patreon at patreon.com slash getoffset uh, for $5 a month. You get access to our exclusive Patreon Discord server. It's pretty fantastic, if I do say so myself. Uh, we have merch at getoffsetpodcast.com slash shop. What else do we have? I have a tick. We have a TikTok. Mostly it's me. And Instagram. Yep. Uh, Facebook group. And um, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Thanks for understanding. Until next time, my name is Emily. My name is Andrew. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.